Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Food. I'm your host, Nikki Sizemore, and in this podcast, we'll explore the rituals, traditions, and cultural influences around food and how they connect us to our minds, our bodies, our spirits, the earth, and our communities. This is a space that's dedicated to bringing more presence, ease, and joy into the process of feeding ourselves. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you're here. And today we're doing something a little different. It's going to be a solo podcast because this is going to be the last podcast in season two. This is going to air at the end of December and I'm going to take January off from the podcast, not from the newsletter, to let things settle. I find that I really need those pauses within the podcast and within life in general to allow the work to settle, to embrace what had been, (laughs) and to allow what's coming next. And I've already got some great things lined up for 2024, so please stay tuned. I'm a little nervous today because I wanted to end season two with a solo podcast. And I have to say, I'm like a very prepared kind of person. (laughs) So usually I have bullet points and notes and I know what I'm going to say. And today I woke up and I thought, this is the day I'm going to record the episode and I'm just going to speak from my heart. That's really scary for me to do because let me tell you, like, I'm a list maker and I don't even have a list in front of me. I have an empty notebook. But there is something that I've been thinking about lately that I know I want to talk about. And that is this idea of trust. Trust in our bodies, trust in ourselves. We are at the end of December. This is going to air right before the Christmas holidays. And before January, when diet culture comes in strong (laughs) from every angle. And this time more than ever, I find for myself at least, I need to anchor into trust in myself and trust in something greater than myself. So in talking about food, you know, as We're at the holiday table and diet culture is telling us this and we're conditioned to believe that and this is good and this is bad and this is healthy and this is unhealthy. The way to get out of all of that is through deep connection with ourselves. And I've talked about this, you know, quite a bit. It's kind of come up in every podcast episode, but how do we develop that deep connection with ourselves? I have my last solo episode from season one where I talked about intentional eating. And that is bringing the practice of deep breathing and intention into the kitchen, whether we're cooking or eating. In fact, intentional cooking might be a better way to phrase it, but it's literally just setting an intention for how we want to be or feel as we pick up our chef's knife to cook or as we sit down to eat a meal. Doesn't matter what we're preparing. Doesn't matter if it's a frozen pizza or a farm fresh salad. It's about connecting to our bodies, connecting to the food in front of us, opening to the joy of being in a sensual body and expressing gratitude. 
So I'm going to direct you back to that episode if you're more curious about the intentional eating or intentional cooking practice, breathing, engaging our senses, setting an intention, and giving thanks. That's really the practice. It takes two seconds, but it really has transformed my relationship to food in my body. But I kind of want to go deeper today, like beyond that, because for the past couple of months, I have found I've needed to re-strengthen my trust in this path, in doing what I'm doing in this newsletter and on this podcast. It kind of, my my mind often will flare up here and there, (laughs) be like, girl, you're crazy. What are you doing? (laughs) And I will fall into these moments of self-doubt. This path, these things I'm writing about, these projects I'm working on that where my soul is the one guiding the conversation, not so much my mind, sometimes that feels a little crazy. My mind wants to step in and be like, okay, wait, does this make sense? What are we doing? What is our five-year plan? Let's get organized. And my soul wants me to sit in this place of unknowing unknowing what's coming next. Like we're at the brink of 2024. And I know a lot of people are like forecasting for the year ahead. And this is what it's going to look like. I can tell you how I want 2024 to feel like, but I cannot tell you what it's going to look like. I want to sit in that place of faith and trust, trusting that it's going to unfold in whatever way it's meant to unfold. And that the path will show up for me as I'm walking. And this is like really new stuff for my mind. You know, I've certainly been practicing it for years. And yet, gosh, those patterns of wanting to control my life run so deep. So it's a matter of cultivating the stillness. Because we can't access that level of trust within ourselves unless we find that place of stillness. So how does this relate to food? (laughs) I have recently connected the dots that in order for us to trust our bodies and to gain that intuitive knowledge of what serves our unique, wondrous, totally, totally unique, I'm going to use that word again, body, in order to serve it intuitively, We have to find trust. We have to be deeply trusting of our bodies, that our bodies will know what to do with whatever foods we put inside them. And that if we eat something that doesn't agree with us, that's okay. Our bodies will tell us. And that's just information. It's not good or bad. It's just information. But to develop that trust, you have to go into that dark space. And let me tell you, going into that dark space can feel freaking scary. I mean, I had to do it before I started this newsletter. I had no idea in 2022 when I stopped my blog what was coming next. I had no idea. And I had to go into that dark space of unknowing. And in that void, as some people call it, That's where creation is born, and that's how this newsletter and podcast were born. But with food, we have to continually develop the strength 
those muscles to become comfortable in residing in that dark place, in not knowing what our bodies are going to want or need day to day. Like letting the mind cease its need for control and waking up each morning and trusting that our bodies will tell us. We have to go into that void to even allow that to happen. So the more we get comfortable in sitting in that dark place within us, where we just sit and trust, which can feel scary at first, but I will tell you from firsthand experience, the more you do it, the more cozy it gets. It becomes the womb. It becomes that safe space of expansion, of boundlessness, and of freedom but it takes practice. And the more we do it for ourselves, the more we can trust that each day we show up and we don't need the diet guru and the, oh, the next fad thing to tell us what to eat our bodies are going to tell us. And the same goes for movement and exercise as well. We can wake up each morning and know, oh, I am tired today. Today, I need to rest. Or, gosh, I have a lot of energy spinning or a lot of stress. I need to go sweat it out. And this isn't to say that we throw structure out the window. This isn't to say, like, you can never have a plan because absolutely, I still plan my weekly menu. I make a rough menu plan on the back of my grocery list. You guys have probably seen it, (laughs) it's very messy. I need that structure because otherwise 5 o'clock rolls around, 5.30, I don't know what I'm going to make for dinner. I stand in front of the fridge and, you know, I'm like a deer caught in headlights. So having a plan is really important for me when it comes to my dinner routine at least. But that plan is not rigid. That plan is flexible. I can switch around days if I know, oh, you know, it's going to make tacos on Tuesday But tonight, I'm really craving some beans. Like, let's switch it around. Or, gosh, I made this plan for tonight. And you know what? I am just so tired. I'm going to grant myself the grace to call in takeout. And the same goes for exercise. Like, set my alarm for 545, knowing I want to wake up to have a movement practice, but then wake up and decide what that practice is going to look like. And trust, even if I start to do something, start to cook something, start to exercise, and gosh, this just doesn't feel energizing. Sometimes we need to get over the hurdle. Listen, sometimes you just have to start the yoga class or whatever it is and get over that hurdle. And then you're like, okay, this is feeling good. And then sometimes you start it and you just feel more and more tired. Do you give yourself the grace to listen? You start making this salad for dinner and your body's like, gosh, I just need something warm and nourishing. I just want something warm in my belly. I need meat, whatever it is. Do you give yourself the grace to listen? Or do you stick so strongly to that mind-controlled plan that you ignore the messages of the body and maybe of the soul? 
So there's a room for structure, but it's a very loosey-goosey kind of thing. (laughs) It's not rigid. It's there. It's kind of like a recipe, like a recipe, at least what I hope that you guys get from my recipes. A recipe is there as like this framework. It's like a hug. (laughs) I want to hug you every time you read my recipe, but it's not there so that you have to obsess over the details. It's there to give you the structure so that within that structure, you can find yourself and you can find your own tastes and you can play. You can make it your own. I guess the same goes with the structures in our life. We need them to function. But how do we how do we loosen them up so that there's room for expansion and play even within a structure? And as we encounter January <laughs> and all of the messages that are going to bombard us about our bodies and the foods we eat, How do we find that stillness to go inside ourselves and be like, okay, I'm just going to let that noise continue around me. I can't stop that noise from happening, but I'm going to go into that quiet place within myself and I'm going to continuously ask myself what I need, not what somebody tells me I need, not what I think I should need, but what do I need? And let me tell you, this is a practice and it takes practice. One thing that can be helpful that one of my spiritual teachers, Natalie Deeb, who I recorded on this podcast, you can listen to our episode from season one. She has had me do a dark room meditation and that's where you go into a pitch black room. I go into my closet (laughs) and you meditate in the complete dark, not a speck of light. And that is just one tool to get us to be comfortable with that deep, dark void of a space. And at first, that can seem very scary. Just sitting in a dark space can be very scary. But the more we do it, the more that space starts to become a space of deep connection. Deep connection to ourselves and to something beyond ourselves. Finding that sense of support, that inherent support and that inherent love that we all are given, no matter what our choices are on this earthly plane as a human. That's just one tool. I invite you to share if there are any tools you have. But for this holiday season, for these holidays that are approaching and for January, my invitation to us all is to welcome the void, welcome the well of stillness that is within all of us. Do what we need to do to access that stillness every day. Even if it's just for a few seconds, I'm not kidding. It can take just a few seconds. And if you have more time, great. But maybe just that becomes our commitment for January and for the end of December is that deep, dark stillness where we find ourselves. We hold hands (laughs) with our heart and we say, I've got you. I'm listening. I'm going to support you with whatever sounds delicious to eat. And when I don't and when I eat the things that kind of make me feel crummy afterwards, I know I'm going to be okay. 
I know I can cultivate that compassion within myself, just like I have compassion for those around me. And if you're listening to this, please know I have so much compassion and love for you. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast throughout this past year. This podcast has become one of the greatest gifts in my life, allowing me to speak with people I never thought I'd be able to speak with, to be honest. Allowing me to expand and evolve while I hope it helps you expand and evolve at the same time. Like we're doing this work together. It's not just me talking to you or my guest talking to you. It's us learning and talking together and growing together and gaining sovereignty and autonomy and reclaiming pleasure and joy in the kitchen. We're all doing this together. And there's so much strength and support in knowing that. And please know I'm here for you, channeling that to you in whatever way I can. So I'm going to say Happy New Year. I'm going to invite you to sit in that dark space within yourself. I know I've said that a million times, but Maybe it's worth repeating. You can trust yourself. You can trust yourself. I love you all. Until next time, I will be back in February is the plan, but we shall see (laughs) again. The plan is a loose one. (laughs) So we shall see, but you can still find me on the newsletter. The newsletter will not stop. I can't wait to share the recipes I have been experimenting with. I've got some great recipes coming in January. And we'll see what the year has in store for us. As always, if this episode resonates with you in any way, please share it with your friends and with your family. Please go over to your podcast app and rate it if you can. It makes a huge difference. These little things really make a huge difference. You can also become a subscriber to the Mind, Body, Spirit, Food newsletter. If you are not already, definitely sign up. You can get my weekly emails and some more thoughts on all of these topics. And if you become a paid subscriber, I love you, I love you, I love you. You support this ad-free space and it could not happen without the paid subscribers. And I'm so immensely grateful for you. All right, my friends, as always, remember to nourish yourselves with intention and love. Thank you so much for listening. If this work resonates with you in any way, you can support it by leaving a review or comment or sharing it with friends. Also, you can sign up for the newsletter, Mind, Body, Spirit, Food, and by becoming a paid member for just $5 a month, you help fund this entire project. Thank you so much to all of you who are already subscribed, especially to those paid subscribers. This work could not happen without you. I'm Nikki Sizemore. And as always, remember to nourish yourself with intention and love.